Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Brinson Smith. Brinson, you are the Director of Sales and Franchising for You Break, I Fix. Man, we started getting talking and uh, I'm like, man, well, we got to hit the record button. Uh, now, an- another fun fact is we connected by way of someone across the country, uh, but you're, again, you're about 10, 15 minutes from me <laughs> yes, here in yes. Orlando. So yeah. great, great chatting. Yeah, it's good to be here, man. Thanks for having me. I, I, I could have just headed over to your studio and, and we could have done this in person. I know, I know. Next time. Okay, so you, you break, I fix. The website is the letter U, break, I fix. Correct. Uh, I see, the, I see the, uh, the, the stores everywhere in Central Florida. How many locations does you break, I fix have? So we have 581 stores right now open across the US, Canada, and Caribbean. So yeah, just a few. Yeah. How many of those are corporate owned versus franchise? So we've got roughly 50 stores at this point that are corporately owned. Uh, the yeah. rest are franchisee owned. That's, that's the focus. That's our model. Yeah. All right. So go ahead and give us the history lesson on you know, how you break I fix started and then uh, you know, kind of the the kind of the initial you know success with the first location, kind of how things went from there. Sure, sure. So we actually started back in 2008. Um, we were uh, to step back. Our founder and CEO Justin Weatherill, uh, another Orlando guy, went to UCF. Uh, he actually uh, bumped into a gal who broke his phone. It, it knocked the phone out of his hand. Uh, he tore his phone up trying to repair it. Uh, ended up fixing his phone. And kind of told all his friends and people that he knew about it. And he started yeah. fixing devices for people at a Panera Bread, actually, uh, over off university, not, not too far from me. And that's really was, was the birth of, of U-Break. They started a mail-in company back in 2008 with his, with his friend and, and co-founder, David Reif, who was actually an intern at the time for Lockheed Martin, went through the UCF engineering program, again, living in Orlando. Um, and they started doing repairs. People were mailing in devices. They created a website, had an eBay uh, page as well, where they were doing eBay listings. And they started doing repairs, got to the point where they were doing roughly $20,000 a month in sales, mail-ins. They were still you know, working their jobs. And uh, basically, a good friend of theirs, Eddie Trujillo, came on board and, and basically encouraged them to open up the first brick and mortar retail store, which was uh, August of 2009. Uh, and that was Curry Ford East Orlando. And that was really the birth of our brick and mortar retail presence. And from there, we grew from 2009 to 2013 corporately first. We had 47 locations by 2013. And kind of cool. We grew with no debt. Uh, it was all cash, reinvesting profits, and 2013 decided to franchise the business, and that was kind of the birth of where we are today. 
Yeah. How does someone go from, uh, you know, they have a chain of, uh, of stores and they say, you know what, we're going to go to a franchise model. What, what do you have to do to get ready for that? Yeah, I, th- I think that that's a really good question. Y- you have to have the systems and the, I would say, the support and the infrastructure in place. And one of the one of the things that I've seen just being in the franchising world is a lot of concepts come on board when they don't really have the proof of concept or their model mm-hmm. figured out yet. You know, mm-hmm. they have one restaurant or one business. I'm not knocking that, mm-hmm. but they're they're going out there trying to franchise it. And I think that you know, my, my encouragement would be if you are looking into franchising something is to make sure you get all the kinks, you know, worked out. Um, you don't want to work your kinks out on franchisees that have spent a lot of time, money, energy into building this thing. And, and that was one of the things that we were able to do prior to franchising is we had all of the infrastructure in place. And I think that also helped our, our co-founder was a, was a developer, uh, engineer, so all of our backend systems are, are custom tailored and built in house. But but yeah, that that would be my feedback there. And so the advantage, uh, to someone says, you know what? I'm pretty handy at fixing devices. I'm just going to kind of create my own brand, create my own name, do all my own marketing and advertising. And um, what's the advantage to aligning with you, Break I Fix? Yeah, I think the advantages is you, you can focus on, I, I think, the two things that really, really matter. Um, one is your people. I think people are everything. Employees uh, are, the, are the blood of your business. And by focusing, by franchising, and, and you know, whether it's You Break, I Fix or the other 4,000 different franchise opportunities that are listed on the IFA website, the International Franchise Association website, I think franchising is a beautiful thing because all of that support is there. You essentially have the Martha Stewart uh, cake recipe, right? And you've got that support as you build, you know, that recipe. And and, and the second thing, uh, outside of your people, are are your customers. It gives you the ability to focus on customer service, your people, day in and day out, and not have to worry about, hey, how, you know, what what platform am I using for invoicing or my point of sale or, you know. Um, all of the different things that business owners have to to work out, we've done that, um, and you you have a turnkey business that you can step into. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, in terms of like uh, the typical you break I fix, you know, folks probably know this already, but when uh, wh- what wh- what can they bring in? <laughs> what what's the <laughs> scope of work? So we've seen it all, um, believe it or not. Uh, so my, my mom is a franchisee in, in their store in Alabama that they had at the time. They had a farmer bring in a grain elevator remote control. And this grain elevator remote control was $800 to replace. And we were able to repair that, do some soldering for less than $100. Bucks. We've, um, we've, we've fixed everything from Lazy Susans to amplifiers, guitars to... Uh, you name it. Um, we had a Orlando doctor bring in some sonogram equipment that that actually just needed to display that we were able to install. And it was actually really easy. We ordered the part, put it in, uh, and it was a profitable repair and he was super happy. So we're really, our mantra is we fix anything with a power button. So mm. if it if it's, if it's it turns on and off, it has a battery or a plug-in, we'll take a look at it. Diagnostics are free. Um, and, and that's really our focus, I I guess at a high level to step back, 
we are we're hyper focused on household acquisition. You know, right now when you look at it, I've I counted uh, a few weeks ago. I think I have 22 devices that are you know Wi-Fi, Bluetooth enabled devices in my home. My toddler yeah. isn't even two yet; he has three of them. So our <laughs> focus is not just that iPhone that you know that we all have, but but all of those devices that the home has. We want those devices. We want to be able to repair those in house and serve the customers well. And not only brick and mortar. But we have a remote arm as well, um, where we have a, a van that can come serve the customer, um, in addition to bringing that device into a brick and mortar store. Yeah. Um, so, how does uh, a company like You Break I Fix? What do you do to identify um, great franchise partners? Uh, you know, uh, and so again, I always get this confused. You want you're the franchisor, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And so you want to attract franchisees. Okay. Yeah. So yep. uh, what is that? What is that typically like? So yeah, it's a process, and and it's it's what my my team is. You know, it's what we do every day. And you know, for us, we we start with the connection. You know, we want to um, not just send an email, but we want to set up a call, and we tend to spend roughly an hour with that candidate, with prospect coming in, and we want to get to know them. Uh, I think it's really really important not for us to just see if they're a fit for us, but we also mm-hmm. know that we have to fit for them as well. And it's, you know, it's a two-way street. So, you know, that, that call, that initial interview that we do, that call is so important. And then we bring our franchisee prospect through really a process that goes from that initial call to a discovery day where we spend time a few hours, usually three to four hours with that candidate going through expectations, what the business is all about, what that looks like. But for us, we just really want people that I think are coachable. I mean, one, at the end of the day, um, we have a, a model that's proven um, we've done it over and over and over. We know the results that we'll get if the effort is, 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 is met um, and the owner is putting that time and energy in. So I think we want owners that are just going to follow the system, follow the recipe. Uh, we want creativity as well. Um, you know, we love ideas. We're not a dictatorship. Um, but we do, you know, think it makes sense to follow a system if we know it's proven. Um, we also want owners that are going to be active. You know, this is not a fidelity account. Uh, it's not an E-Trade account. Uh, it's not a betterment account. You can't just put money in and let it ride. You've got to pour into your business day in and day out. And if you do, um, we found that most owners will will you know will have the success or have that lifestyle that they're looking for if they put the energy in initially. Yeah, um, and, and so specifically, and, and forgive me if you mentioned this, um, like in terms sure. of like identifying or discovering those those great potential partners, you know, like lead gen, you know, whatever you want to call it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. How does you break I fix? What do you do to source those really, really great potential franchisees? Oh, that's a good question. So yeah, a few things. So I think first and foremost, for us, we have a captive audience. Every time we have a customer that walks into our store, our goal is to blow that customer out of the water. And, and mm-hmm. we've done uh, a really good job of that. Our franchisees are amazing. But we have literature in our store. We make it yeah. evident that we are a franchise company. So we get probably, I would say, anywhere from 25 to 30% of our leads are coming from customers that had an incredible experience. The other thing that we do is we spend money on online. Um, there, there is, you know, online advertising platforms, obviously Google, Facebook, Instagram. Um, there's a bunch of different outlets. 
we spend money online to to drive traffic to our website. So paid ads mm-hmm. are a big part of what we do. Um, we've done some uh, text campaigns, uh, text message campaigns. We've done, um, you know, you know, we love podcasts, getting <laughs> getting the the word out. Uh, and letting people know what we do, but but that's I would say lead, from a legion uh, standpoint, I would say paid ads are probably number one. Number two would be customers coming into the stores, and, and wow. I would say probably a close number three would be industry uh, events, which I think yeah, right now yeah, it's sure. an interesting uh, it's an interesting time for me to bring, be bringing that up because I know a lot of the events are going virtual and all that stuff. But even prior to COVID, you know, I encourage people to. You know, I know we're, we live in this technology world where you can jump on a smartphone or get on a, a video platform, um, but being in person, uh, going into that market, meeting candidates that are interested in franchising in that area, shaking their hands, making eye contact, that goes a really long way and it's done really well for us mm-hmm. over the years. So we do about, I would say probably eight to 12 live events my team does per year. This year has been the first year where we have not been able to hit that mark because of, you know, obviously because of the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, so um, when someone says, okay, I'm interested, like when you, you know, and I don't know if that's you or someone else on the team starts talking about, you know, well, here's how the business revenue model typically looks. And here's obviously what you need to do. What, what is the potential? Yeah, so I think the, the the potential, you know, for us, we have to be mindful of, um, you know, our what we call our FDD. So we are a franchise company. There's regulation, mm-hmm. you know, there's oversight, um, you know, from the FTC. So for us, yeah, we stay in line with what our document says, and I think yeah. that's important to do, especially if you are a new franchise, to make sure you adhere to that, um, and 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 you don't over embellish, if you will. But for yeah. us, you know, owners owners typically have the ability to get where they want to go um, long term, um, and 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 that that answer depends on you know the background of the franchisee. You know, for a lot of people, you know, they just want to replace that income that they had, and that could be an income of seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, hundred thousand dollars a year. We have many owners that have an income you know, a quarter million dollars or higher. So for us, what we, what we do is we talk to them about the business. We share the data that we can and, and encourage them to back into the numbers based on what they're looking for. And one of the ways that they do that, and, and I think this is always a smart thing to do in franchising, is to have validation calls with franchisees that have signed on the dotted line and they've moved yeah. forward prior and ask them those tough questions, and that's something that we do. And I think through the back end, through those calls, uh, through some of the, the the data that we support franchisees with to help make their decision easier, um, you can put together a model and really build some guardrails and figure out, hey, what does this look like for me? How many stores do I need to do? Uh, so on and so forth. Yeah. Do you, what percentage would you imagine, um, you know, of franchisees? like they're familiar with franchising already, or maybe they've already been successful, or maybe they're already an active franchisee of sure. something else. Yeah. So for us, I would say it's, it's about, I would say about a third of, of our, our company. Uh, we have hundreds of franchisees now, about a third of our owners have a background in franchising. And, and we wow. like that because yeah, multi-unit, 
Yeah, and not to plug this conference, but there's a really cool conference that we've been a part of that Franchise Update Media puts on um, called mm-hmm. the Multi-Unit Franchise Conference. And about five to six years ago, we started attending that event, putting a lot of time and energy into it. And we found that a lot at that event and many, many other industry events, multi-unit owners, they're looking for the next pony. They're looking for that next opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like? And I think right now, what we're hearing a lot of people say on our calls, people are looking for something that is uh, uh, pandemic-proof. They're looking for mm-hmm. something that is recession-resistant, Amazon-proof. And in our business, when you look at where we are you know, today, post-pandemic, we're up over you know, 25% year over year from where we were this time last year pre-COVID. So we were an essential business. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really a business that has staying power. Um, and I find that a lot of people are looking to businesses like ours right now, um, not knocking food or some of the other industries, but I, I think some sectors have been hit really hard and we've been very fortunate. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, this is really great. Okay, so uh, the website, you break, I fix. Uh, Brinson, anything else that uh, folks might want to look for? Uh, and yeah, most of I'm, this audience, again, would be, uh, you know, you know, they're, they're experienced business owners. They're, they're already yeah. generally full-time in their business. Um, sure. They're looking for other opportunities. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, if you, if you want to learn more, uh, definitely, youbreakifix.com. You know, you can click franchising. We've got a great team. We'd love to... Uh, get to know you, set up a call, go through the process, talk uh, a little more about your background. Also, uh, availability, you know, what geography is open, where, what does that look like? What does the cost look like? Um, All of that we can go into. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, I would imagine Orlando's a little bit buttoned up, huh? It it is, but but believe it or not, there there's there's always opportunity, and you know over time, in a in a, in a company like ours, you know owners, um, you know tend to whether they're either relocating, retiring, um, you know they're 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 just switching it up. Uh, there are acquisition opportunities as well. Uh, so you know if there is an area that you're in that could be buttoned up, uh, there might be some store you know resale opportunities that my team mm. can discuss with you as well which which is another sure. which is another opportunity i mean looking at a business that already has employees already has revenues already has uh, customer reviews um, a lot of investors or 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 business owners tend to prefer that as opposed to starting a new business so i think there are pros and cons yeah. to both yeah, which is okay. something to look at sure yeah, absolutely Brinson smith Again, Director of Sales and Franchising for You Break I Fix. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Josh. Much appreciated. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, 
Can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.